I'm Jason Chaffetz. I'm Katie Pavlich. I'm Steve Ducey. And this is the Fox News Rundown. Thursday, February 25th, 2021. I'm Trey Angst. Nearly seven months after an explosion rocked the Lebanese capital of Beirut, medical systems in the country are on the brink of collapse. People are facing an economic collapse where the uh, value of the pound there has lost more than 80% of its value. Uh, We've seen a pandemic. Uh, We've seen the health sector collapse. In addition to a political standoff, that's not helping the situation. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. A crumbling economy, lack of leadership, and the COVID-19 outbreak have been the perfect storm for deterioration in Lebanon. Lebanese politicians still have not been able to build a government after the prime minister and his cabinet stepped down in August. Coronavirus is spreading quickly around the country, and hospitals, many of which were damaged in last summer's blast, are struggling. I was actually in Beirut as well the week of the explosion. I arrived two days after the explosion, uh, and I saw the devastation that happened there and the uh, Beirut port area. For more on this, this is Rabbi Torbay, the CEO and president of Project Hope. What I saw there was amazing in terms of people mobilizing to clean up the rubble, to uh, help others. But at the same time, it was sad to see a lot of the youth have been given up on Lebanon and were looking to leave. And this is the situation that's, uh, we, that we're facing now in Lebanon. Uh, over the past uh, year plus, the economy has collapsed completely. Uh, the explosion in Beirut really didn't make things much better. A lot of the hospitals were uh, destroyed as well. And now with COVID as well over the past year, uh, we've seen, you know, the health system started to crumble. So people are facing, you know, an economic collapse where the uh, value of the pound there has lost more than 80% of its value. Uh, We've seen a pandemic. Uh, We've seen the health sector collapse. Uh, And we've seen an economy that's uh, not going to go back to what it used to be anytime soon, in addition to a political standoff that's not helping the situation. Yeah, the political standoff is putting everyone in a difficult situation based off the context we've been speaking with in Beirut and across Lebanon. Basically, it seems like there's this frustration from the people, not only based on the explosion from August and the lack of answers surrounding that, uh, but as you mentioned, the ongoing economic and political uncertainty for the average person in Lebanon. Talk to me about the work that nonprofits can do in this space. And we've spoken with a number of organizations, including uh, the World Food Program, UNICEF, the United Nations, talking about the work that they're doing. I, I want to talk about Project Hope and, and sort of how NGOs and, and other organizations are able to sort of fill the void right now that is left by the Lebanese government. Yeah, that, that's a great question. And I'm glad you asked that because a lot of the work is being done right now by the uh, civil society, by social uh, uh, organizations, by local NGOs on the ground that have picked up the pieces and are doing the work that the government is supposed to be doing in terms of some of the basic services, whether it's health, uh, food, uh, basic necessities that people can't get anymore simply because they don't have any jobs and there's no safety net in Lebanon. Uh, so. 
organizations like Project Hope are actually picking up the pieces and trying to help the Lebanese uh, population as much as possible. And not only the Lebanese, we cannot forget about the refugees and the people that are residing in Lebanon uh, between Syrians, Iraqis, Palestinians, and others as well. Uh, for Project Hope, we were not in Lebanon before the explosion. When the explosion happened, uh, I flew out to Lebanon. Uh, I was there uh, 48 hours after the explosion, and we started our programs there. Uh, initially, uh, partnering with the Rene Mawad Foundation, and we provided trauma care and uh, psychosocial support, as well as a lot of medicines, medical, uh, medical supplies, and PPEs. We focused immediately on PPEs because we knew what's going to happen in terms of explosion of cases uh, because people were not prepared. They didn't have any protection. There was no social distancing. And, and we're still working there. Uh, we've uh, supported more than 10 hospitals in Beirut, uh, 12 public health uh, centers, and several local NGOs. And we are one of the organizations that's doing this. A lot of other organizations are doing the same. And that's what that's what's keeping people going. Uh, it's, it's definitely not a solution. It's an interim uh, measure to just make sure people don't die and that people have food and health care that they need. But the solution needs to be in the hands of, of the government of Lebanon in terms of complete reforms and being able to really uh, kickstart the economy again and provide those services. What's your biggest concern for the Lebanese people in the short term? Lebanon is losing a lot of its, uh, uh, you know, a lot of its uh, doctors, nurses. Uh, the health sector is near collapse, and uh, this is a main concern. I mean, the healthcare system in Lebanon is something uh, that was probably the best healthcare in the region, uh, and now we've seen it collapse. Uh, we've seen a lot of doctors uh, and nurses leave. We've seen a lot of bright uh, young people want to leave the country, and this is a major concern. If you have a brain drain from Lebanon, going either to the Gulf region or Europe or the United States, who's going to rebuild the country? This is the future of the country, but at the same time, we understand why they're leaving. There are no opportunities. Uh, there's no hope that they're seeing, and this is the big problem. People would stay and, and uh, you know, find a way to survive if they see a light at the end of the tunnel. And so far, they're not seeing this, and this is a major concern. And it could lead to major uh, repercussions in Lebanon beyond healthcare, beyond the economy. You've been listening to Rabbi Torbe, the CEO and president of Project Hope. We'll be right back. That's a really interesting point, the, the concept of those who would be best to rebuild leaving the country. I mean, you, you mentioned the medical facilities. So many of them were damaged in the explosion on top of the fact that a lot of the funds that previously were flowing to these hospitals and clinics are no longer there based off of a government that in many cases isn't able to even set aside proper funds to ensure that the Lebanese people have access to, to proper care and medicine. I want to talk about the, the psychological impact of the explosion and, and the entire economic situation. You talk a little bit about Project Hope and, and the work that's being done in this area. How important is it to, to focus also on the mental health as well as the physical health of people who have gone through so much trauma? I'm so glad you asked this question, Trey, because many people don't focus on the psychological and the mental health problems that we face after any disaster. 
you cannot separate mental health from physical health anymore. Uh, those two are tied. They're the health and well-being of a person. And after a trauma like this, after you know the explosion, uh, economic collapse, people losing their jobs, a pandemic where people are losing people that you know are are in their families or that they know. Of course, people are traumatized. People are going through a lot, and providing counseling and providing those services, the psychosocial services, uh, or, or at least an avenue for people to talk about what they're going through is critical. Over the past few years, especially, you know, with the uh, Iraqi refugees and the Syrian refugees coming to Lebanon, there has been actually recognition of uh, the need for mental uh, health care, but it's not where it should be. Uh, for us at Project Hope, we're, what we're doing, we're training uh, local responders on how to identify and deal uh, with the cases, with the, with the uh, psychosocial stresses, and refer them to uh, professionals. And we work in, uh, with that with local NGOs. And this is, this is something that's critical. Mental health needs to be integrated into primary care. You cannot go to a doctor and, and the doctor or the nurse looking only at your physical health without understanding what you're going through psychologically as well, because one impacts the other. So what we're advocating for is the integration of mental health services into the primary health care uh, level. For people who are listening and want to help or get involved in some way, how can they find out more information and, and how can they help? Uh, the best way to help and to find out more information about Project Hope and about the work that we're doing to, uh, in Lebanon is to visit our website, uh, projecthope.org. Uh, there's a lot that we're doing, uh, and the, the best way to support us and support the people in Lebanon or anywhere around the world is to donate. And. You know, we're, we're helping, we're getting the support that people need on the ground, we're getting medicines, medical supplies, and PPEs. But even if you cannot donate, support us by spreading the word about the work that we're doing, about the needs of the people on the ground in Lebanon and other places, and volunteer your services. If you're a health professional, we'd love to, uh, you know, for you to volunteer your services to work with us, either in the U.S. or in other places around the world. But the best impact would be to donate so we could uh, continue supporting the people of Lebanon and other people around the world that are going through a, a, you know, a hard time because of uh, COVID and other issues as well. Uh, Rabith Torbay, the CEO and president of Project Hope, joining us today on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition podcast. Sir, thank you very much. Thank you so much, Trey. Thank you for your interest and thank you for your questions as well. And thank you for making sure that people know what's going on in Lebanon. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, in these ever-changing times, you can rely on Fox News for hourly updates for the very latest news and information on your time. Listen and download now at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.